Stay Doomed is part of the IWEP Podcast Network. It was the great poet laureate Jeffrey F. Goldblum that said, Life, um, 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 finds a way. But there's a lesser known quote, and that's life sometimes, um, 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 gets in the way. The scheduled episode of Stay Doomed on Stick Around cannot be shown tonight, so please accept my apologies and enjoy this episode from our crowdfund crypt. Please enjoy a tier list on various hosts that we have reviewed over the years here at Stay Doomed, and we promise we will return to our regularly scheduled programming next week. Until then... Please enjoy this sneak preview of the things you will receive if you join our Patreon. See you next week. Good evening, grave robbers, and welcome back to the television graveyard. We are your TV necromancers, Lara Prince and Noah Woolahan. We have come here tonight to examine the spirits of past television shows, to find out which ones could be resurrected, should be resurrected, and which ones should Stay Doomed. This is a podcast in which we'll analyze the history, the hype, and the aftermath of shows that ran only one season, or only one episode. Sometimes. This week, we're doing something a little different for the Crowdfund Crypt. With me, as always, is TV's Noah Houlihan. I, I didn't think it's something to say for this part. I'm really? just excited. Just I know, for- I was like, I looked at all of these host and I was like I can pick any of them no I trusted you starting to feel like a real butthole here (laughs) I feel like a real butthole that I really thought that's what you were gonna go with because that is one of the best quotes from a reality show host this is our stay doomed tier list for reality show hosts yes now to set up some ground rules yes uh we are only doing reality shows and we are only doing shows that we have covered. Yes. Now, we are playing fast and loose with reality shows. We are counting uh, augmented reality shows that we yes. kind of talk about as being live-action LARPs. Yes. We are not, however, talking about game shows as much as I wanted... What was his name? Trey Stevens, the Paul Rubens host from uh, You Don't Know Jack, to be on here. Yeah. Uh, we are only sticking with reality shows. Now, for extra fun, uh, Laura has made the tier list. Yeah. And has sent it to me. And uh, I don't recognize everybody here. So there will also be moments where I'm like, I don't know who this guy is. It's another white dude in a t-shirt. Yeah, admittedly, <laughs> obviously uh, Noah's going to put the tier list we made in here. Yes. And uh, they start to look... It's a lot of white dudes, man. Yes. I, we also more must- female reality show hosts and more people of color as reality show hosts, man. Yeah, for real. I did play really fast and loose. I included. Um, you want me to talk about some of the oddball things? I, I think we, we'll, we we'll talk about people? them when we surprise people and we bring it up. I do want to say thank you to Crowdfund Crypt Keeper Matthew. He did make one for us, and we ended up making our own for three reasons. One is we need. 
One, there was a few people we wanted to add, so we couldn't edit his, so we, we wanted to add a few things. Uh, two, it was a bunch of pictures of white people, and we're like, I don't remember who any of these people are, so we kind of had to, Laura had to do it. So I kind she, of needed to reverse engineer this, where I, yeah. I needed to search the host names myself, and uh, Noah, for your benefit, they are all saved on my computer with their f- name and what show they're from. Yeah. Unless it's something we know well. Yeah. Like, so for extra Admittedly, fun. Amazing Race, Phil Keegan, mm-hmm. is literally just saved as Phil. Yeah. For, for extra fun, it's going to be a moment of, do I remember this human? Which and leads us to our we'll tier see. list. Which leads us to the tier list because we wanted to make our own tiers. Laura has made the tiers. Uh, would you like to tell us what our tier lists are? Yeah. Here is the elite tier. These are the goats. You know, Mm. these are the great hosts of doomed reality TV. Mm -hmm. Amazing. These are people who do not hit that legendary status, but you, you can't say a bad word about them. Yeah. They are great at what they do. They're just not the best at what they do. Serviceable. You're fine. You're doing a good job. Good job for you. Who? This will be answered pretty quickly when Noah doesn't know who someone is. Right. Uh, please stop, which means you're bad. It means you're bad and we don't like you. And finally, Luke Tipple. Luke Tipple is the bottom tier. Uh, I like that we just have an established rivalry with Luke Tipple. Oh, yeah. Are you going to say on, on Mike what you told me about Shark Week? Oh, yes. We found out that there's a show on Shark Week uh, called Shark Rumble, which I, I'm guessing... I knew it and I still did a spit take. I'm guessing will not run another season so like it's something we're watching closely and it is i believe a show uh they're trying to trick you that it's going to be people fighting sharks but i think it's sharks fighting sharks to find the best shark and it is hosted by wwe wrestler drew mcintyre and luke tipple it is a discovery channel it's a discovery plus exclusive which is kind of enough reason for me to consider uh Putting my money into Discovery Plus. Yes. Uh, the top video is Drew, Drew McIntyre in a wetsuit facing the sharks. We'll, we'll throw it as a possible uh, bonus episode. We'll throw it in there. And then... Uh, if, if I'm ever going to be accused of ballot stuffing, it's going to be that one. Yeah. So let's go ahead and get to this tier list. So I'm looking at the tier list now. And the first person we have here, I recognize, but I don't know his name. He is the host of USA Superstar. Superstar USA. This is Brian McFadden. Brian McFadden. Yes. Now, here's the thing. I know Brian McFadden from something else, and I can't think of what it is. But I remember when I first watched Superstar USA being like, oh, it's Brian McFadden. And being, like, excited to see him. Yeah, he is an MTV VJ. Okay. And he's been on a number of other things. He was the host of Beauty and the Geek, which is probably what That's you That's know what him. I know him from. He was the host of Beauty and the Geek with Megan from Megan Wants to Be a Millionaire. Was he? Oh, I thought he was with, paired with her, but he's the host. No, he was the host. Um, yes, he is the host of Beauty, Beauty and the Geek. He's also been on some other things. He was the host of Cupid on CBS. Oh, Cupid is another show we need to do. Yeah, I can't help but notice it does not have multiple years listed next to it the way some of these other shows do. Yeah, Cupid's a show we've been looking for for a while. I've always wanted to do Cupid because it's terrible. (laughs) We will have to add that to the list. So, 
Brian McFadden. Brian McFadden. Now, I think Brian McFadden belongs in the serviceable category. Because I think his entire job was to be a rip-off Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. And he does that very well. I do believe my notes refer to him as knockoff Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, that's the point. Is he's trying to reflect Ryan Seacrest. And I think he does that. Alright, so we can put him in serviceable. Yeah, because the main reason I don't want to give him amazing is because of how... Because what he's doing is bad. What he's doing is bad. And it's all being built up to the moment where he says... We lied to you. And the big reveal. And when the reveal happens, he kind of wusses out on it. He's like, We lied to you when we said you were a great singer. But we didn't lie to you about how much this audience loves you right now. Like, you kind of like, you you wussed out of the moment. So you're out. So I'm going to put him in serviceable. So the order we're in is... Kind of a strange modified alphabetical order, but not quite. Um, oh, okay. Because I uploaded these onto my computer. Gotcha. And I had to save them under names we would know. So the next one we have here is Creo the Dreamer from The Quest. I, I could tell that that was from The Quest. I forgot his name. Uh, Creo the Dreamer. I sadly did not need to look that up. Uh, Creo the Dreamer, I want to put also in serviceable behind Brian McFadden. Okay, I would put him ahead of Brian McFadden, personally. I I feel like he is completely overshadowed in this. Yeah, because we didn't put the three... um, The Fates? Is that what they were? We didn't put the the Fates. um, Because they weren't hosts. No, they were kind of more in a judge capacity. Uh, So we didn't include them. Although, like, Florence Kasumba is, like, living her best life now. So, you know, great for her. True. But but we're, we're in agreement that it's serviceable, right? I I really like Creo, and I'd love to give him amazing, but I'm looking ahead, and I, I can't give him amazing with some of the other faces that we're going to see here. All right, we'll put him at the top of serviceable. Yeah, I want to put him ahead of Brian McFadden, though. All right, we'll put him ahead of Brian McFadden. Creo... All right. This is a very interesting one that's up next. Yes, this is like. Dennis Leary from Contest Searchlight. Yes, Dennis Leary. Uh, and I noticed you didn't include the other host of Contest Searchlight. Who was the other host? Uh, I, I want to say his name is Lenny. Yeah, no, I forgot about Lenny. He's he's the other guy from The Job. He was the He's like a bigger dude with like white hair and stuff like that. And the bit was... They couldn't get somebody else to do it. Right. They wanted Jon Stewart to do it. Right. And they ended up with this guy. Um, I love Dennis Leary. I really do. He is one of my favorites. Project Searchlight. Contest Searchlight. I'm sorry, Contest Searchlight. Which is is ripped off Project Greenlight. Yeah. Is a fake reality show that ran four episodes... And Dennis Leary isn't in one of them. Yeah. Ah, so it's kind of hard to give him a a good spot. Yeah, and like, unfortunately, because he's, not unfortunately, but since he's already well known, you can't really give him who? Yeah. But I don't don't feel right putting him in, I guess like, he's serviceable, but maybe behind Creo? I, I would put him at the bottom of serviceable. That's behind. That's behind Creo and, and Brian. 
Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's do that. Uh, it, it's it's that's a, it's a very tricky one. I, I I almost want to put him lower. I, please stop. I, I don't know if I want to drop him down that far, but like, I I I'm gonna put him in who? Just because like he does disappear. Okay. He disappears for part of the show. Yeah, so the show could be like, who? Yeah. We had a host? Where's Dennis Leary? So I think I'll put Dennis Leary, even though he's one of my comedy favorites. Hey, Noah. Who is the next guy? Who? I recognize him. Okay. Uh, He's the host of Shattered. Okay. That was more than I thought you'd get. Uh, His name is TJ Thigumbottom. No, it's actually shockingly close to Dennis Leary. It's Dermot O'Leary. Dermot! Ooh, Dermot! (laughs) Dermot. Ooh, Dermot. Uh, I I hated Dermot. I hated Dermot during Shattered. I hated him. He seemed incompetent. Yeah. In a lot of places. I I might put him in Luke Dippeltier. I kind of want to put him in Luke Dippeltier as well. Uh, just because not only did I dislike Dermot, there are parts of Shattered where it's just like, we're going to spend 20 minutes with Dermot. Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> like, we're going to see what happens when Dermot doesn't sleep for a bit. And I was like, I don't care about him. And now I have to watch him be cranky? Yeah. Dermot, you're down in Luke Ibletown. And obviously, like, we don't know Luke Tipple personally, and none of this is, like, no, real... nor do I plan to. This is None of this is, like, real animosity toward Luke Tipple. I do feel a little bad, because I know, like, it's a real person. Yes. Uh, but you know what? He's a terrible host. He's a terrible host. But I enjoy how much I did not enjoy him in Opposite Worlds. Yeah. Is that who's next? Uh, no. Okay, because I want to point out... He's cut off in our... Uh... It, it's just the bottom of his chin and then a leather jacket and maybe part of an American flag? No, it's part of a lighthouse. Because part... that's Gary Frito from Murder in Small Town X. Oh, Gary Frito. Um... This is a who, if ever there was one. Really? I was going to put him up in amazing. No, I feel like he didn't do as much. I, Gary Frito was is he's a cop in this, mm-hmm. and he's kind of like he doesn't take the focus, but like he does keep everyone grounded. Yeah, I didn't love him in this. Really, I kind of felt like he was a who. I like his role. You know, I know I'm going to die on the next hill, so I'm going to give you... I'm going to... I want to give him at least serviceable. Okay. Because... I'll put him at the top of serviceable. That you, seems we'll, like a compromise. We'll put me. him at the top of serviceable? Yeah. Um, okay. I, I, because I, I'm going to die on this next hill. Because I want to say this about, about Mr. Frito. One, it was hilarious that we gave him a different uh, snack food name every time. <laughs> Gary we Dorito. Yeah, Gary Pringles. Uh, and two, like, his role was to be a host of a show... With 10 contestants and 25 suspects. Like... He did do a really good job of keeping... Yeah. Us kind of, like, aware of what was going on. If there was ever a moment that he was, like, standing out and being the star, we would have had to just, like... We would have hated it. Because it's yeah. like, I don't give a crap about you, Gary Frito. There's, there's been a murder. A kid is dead, Gary. A kid is dead, Gary. Stop talking. 
Like, I think he is what that show needs. I'm to the point where I think I need to screen record a Kid is Dead, Archie, for our own use. Uh, I, I will say, I if you go back and listen to our Archie episode, there's a moment where all the characters are saying Archie, and I want it to splice in Jughead saying a Kid is Dead, Archie. It turns out that we find that clip hilarious, but it's not like on YouTube anywhere. So I ended up screen recording it from Netflix, but there's something in Netflix that doesn't let you get the video. So I only had the audio. It took me an hour for this little joke in us covering a show from the 1960s that no one cared about. Oh, but like... Because I used to blog about Riverdale. I did like a live blog about it. Right. And to me, A Kid is Dead Archie was the funniest thing. I still think it's hilarious. And it's just a shame that no one shares that. Like, I thought it was a meme, and it's not. It's just a thing we say in the house. Yeah, because like, I, I think you came home one night when I was walking. Because I binged all of Riverdale in like one, mm. like, one fell swoop. Yeah. And you came in, like, right when he was yelling, a kid is dead, Archie. <laughs> it is dead, Archie. All right. I, we're going to disagree on this next one. Oh, you're torn between amazing and elite teal? Tier for Mr. J.D. Roth no, of I am, Mula Beach, my personal hero, the am, hometown boy from Cherry Hill, New Jersey? I am torn between who and please stop. No way! That's why I let you have serviceable for Gary Frito, because I knew I was going to die on this next hill. All right, I will move Gary Frito down. <laughs> And we will get J.D. Roth. Can we make a new tier for J.D. Roth? No! Above elite tier, please. No! Okay. Listen. Okay. You listen. Okay. <laughs> listen to me now. Just remember that Ricky Rock is coming up. You listen to me. You're listening. Listen. <laughs> J.D. Roth is my favorite TV host. I did another podcast where I had to rank my top ten... Uh, hosts of game shows and reality shows and I put J.D. Roth number one everybody made fun of me because no one knew who it was but 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 I will say we're going to rank him solely on Moolah Beach yeah and I still have him ranked pretty low what? hey I'm, you listened <laughs> You've yet which, to make an actual point. Which means I'm okay not putting him in the elite tier. Because in Moolah Beach, he's just a mean uncle. Yeah. <laughs> and that stirs the shit. That's why I have him in Please Stop. Because he's like exploiting children. I would never tell... J.D. Roth to stop doing what he's doing. I'm sorry. I Like, please stop is too low for Honestly, him. and I know his, the other thing he's really well known for is Biggest Loser, which I would also put it a please stop, uh, because they make you do really unhealthy things to lose mass amounts of weight. It, he was the host of The Biggest Loser? I thought for sure that was Caroline Ray. Um, Unless, no, he's a producer of it. Yeah, he's a, he's co-creator. Yes. Caroline Ray from, uh... Sabrina the Teenage Witch hosts that. Well, and she can do no wrong. Um, J.D. Roth's the narrator of Biggest Loser as well. Oh. And Caroline Rea only did three seasons. It was Allison Sweeney for like 
a decade. I only watched the first season of The Biggest Loser, and I don't think I watched all of it. I mean, he is terrible to children. He puts children on the spot and is mean to children. Yes, but if he didn't do that, would the show be worse? I think it would be. I feel like it's exploit. Like, I'm sorry, I can't get around exploiting children. Yes, which is bad, but but entertaining. I, I, he's a please stop for me. Mm. <laughs> mm. All right, JD. Here you go. Into the elite tier. No. I have the computer. <laughs> you know, I have a computer too, right? Yeah, but I'm recording this one. All right, I'll move him. I'll move him into. Please stop. And then we'll argue about this later. All right, Jeff Probst. He's elite. Elite tier. I think he's an elite tier. And like, I want to like point this out. We are talking specifically about the greatest, greatest moment, moment in, in television, television history. history. We are not ranking him based on Survivor. We are not ranking him based on Celebrity Jeopardy right now. It is just the greatest moment in television history. We could also fairly put in that one clip from Survivor we aired in the Jack and Jill episode. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but no. I will say this. Like, I mean, considering the first quote I thought of was, I'm starting to feel like a real butthole here. Yeah. He has this perfect balance in that show of Knowing his own gravitas. Yeah. And being able to balance that really well with how stupid the situation was. When he showed up on that show, it was immediately like, oh my god, it's Jeff Probst. Yes. And on top of that, like, he was my favorite part of that show. And the show was really good. Like, it's not like he saved the show. The show would still be good without him. Yeah. But the fact that he's hosting it just makes it so much better. Yeah, no, I had no argument from me. He's an elite tier. Yeah, I, I, I think he's our first elite tier. We still have nobody in Amazing. Yeah, but I, I can see some people coming up that I, I could make some arguments for Amazing. So up next, I see a man with a guitar. That is John Mayer from John Mayer Has a TV Show. Oh, John Mayer Has a TV Show. Ooh. Yeah, I got weird with it for fun. Uh, I mean, I would call that a reality show for sure. Yeah. Uh, so... I, I'm gonna have a I have a weird argument with this one. Okay. I think John Mayer has a TV show was great. I I loved the the concept. I thought he was incredible in it. But if you listen back to our review, uh, what I pitch for how that show could continue is that they replace John Mayer every week, yeah. and it's somebody else has a TV show. And I think if they did that, and we watched that season. We would be sitting here being like, oh, John Mayer was the best out of all of these. Yeah. But I don't think we would be sitting here being like, it should have just been John Mayer the whole time had we watched that show. So I think he is a perfect amazing. Uh, Yeah, I was actually going to argue for amazing. Yeah. Because he commits really well to it. He has a really good time. I I was actually going to pitch amazing before. I I don't know what you thought I was going to go for for it. I didn't know what you were going to go for at all. I was going to go for Amazing. I just had like a very clear idea of why I wanted him in Amazing. And I want to point this out. Uh, When I stream on Twitch, sometimes I play an old episode of Stay Doomed before I go live. This is the only episode I ever played that people were like, this show sounds really good. (laughs) 
Like people, the only time someone interacted with the pre-show to my Twitch was when I played our Stay Tuned episode on John Mayer as a TV show. So yeah, I, John Mayer was amazing. I really enjoyed him in that show. Yeah. It was a fun little bit. Uh, our next person, who? He could be from a couple of them. He's, he's a, a bald man in a suit. I don't believe it is Giles. He is not Giles. Um, is that the host of I Wanna Marry Harry? That is Kingsley from I Wanna Marry Harry. Kingsley. Ah, what are you thinking? I, I am between a who and a please stop. Really? Yeah. I don't remember him being particularly bad. I mean, I, I could go who on this one where you're like, who are you? Because he's not a memorable part of the show either. No, I don't remember, like... I mean, that's a perfect who, then. Yeah, because I was trying to like, I don't even remember there being a host or anything happening. I remember the one scene where he reveals that it really is Harry when he lies to all these women. Um, yeah, I guess that makes sense as a who. As a who. If you don't remember there was a host, I feel like that's a me. That's a, that's a who. Yeah, so we'll put him behind Dennis Leary. Uh, this is an interesting one. Yes. This is a this is going to be a debate, in my opinion. These are the five alts yes. of Mad Mad House. And I had some time where I was just like, should these be separate entries? And I don't think they should be. Because I think, like... They, we would be able to shuffle them about, but I think they would all go in the same category. Okay. Um, I would argue that at least one alt would go into who, while I would put at least one in please stop. Oh, you're going way lower than that. Though, right? Yeah. Because, like, I would legitimately put Don in who? Because Don the Vamp... Don the Do- Vampire. Donald? Donald, Donald the Vampire. The vampire. <laughs> he does, like, nothing! He has a couple good reaction shots. He has shots. a good reaction shot, but that's it. But he literally doesn't do And he's a good bowler. Yeah. Did you forget he was a good bowler? Uh, yes. <laughs> well, that's one of the best scenes, is someone is nice enough to just help this vampire bowl. And he's like, oh, it's like throwing a knife. And then he's amazing at bowling. Yeah. But it, let me see if I can do this. The five alts are uh, Donald the Vampire. Yes. Avocado the Naturist. Correct. The Modern Primitive. Yep. Art. His na- art. Art. Yeah, I was, was, uh, was going to call him Urn because I was like, it was some sort of like. Old guy name. Old, like, started with a vowel name. The Voodoo Priestess mm-hmm. who had a name. Ia Tashia Asante. Ia Tashia. And then the White Witch, which was a succubus? Uh, no, I forget her name completely. Fiona Horn. Oh, I, yeah, that's right. Horn. She's one of those people, like, I could see her going into Please Stop. I, I would actually even consider putting her alone in Luke Tipple tier. Really? Oh, oh Yeah. I mean, I know at least one contestant of Mad Mad House that would say she was serviceable. Blech. 
Um, to me, that's why she's a bad host, though. Like, she yeah, got, exactly. She got too personally involved. So for mm. me, that's Please Stop or Luke Tipple. Um, that being said, there's four other people to keep in. So yeah. they they might save her from the depths. Uh, I mean, let me let me think about what happened in Mad Mad House. Avocado was forcibly naked in front of people. Hmm. Please, please stop doing that. Uh, Donald the Vampire, like, assaulted them and drained them of their energy and then yeah. drained blood with a with a syringe. Please, please stop doing that. Yeah. Art suspended himself with hooks in front of them. Please don't do that in front of me. I kind of want to give him a please stop. Yeah, I would totally agree with a please stop. All right. Um, I'm going to put them below J.D. Raw. That's fine. Now we have, I believe this is the host of Megan Wants a Millionaire. Yes, this is Niles. 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 I'm, I want to throw right down in Luke Tippletown. Um, yeah, I would have put him. I could also make the argument for who. Um, that's, that's so many more tiers. Yeah, who is kind of a different tier, but like. Niles does not do a great job. He's not likable. I mean, we he was often the worst part of the show. Yeah. And we t- constantly talked about how, like, he was taking away from the show. So that, to me, puts him in... Uh, Luke Tippletown? Please stop at best. He can go into Luke but Tippletown. But I want to... Yeah. Uh, what, Luke one of the things I really didn't like about Niles is... We never saw a lot of Lauren or Brandy C. I want to say her name was Lauren. Yeah. Um, the two girls who were supposed to be with Megan all the time. And I would have liked to have seen more of them. Okay. Is this, is, is it time? It, it's time. It is time. It's time for Luke Tipple. I would put him in Please Stop. <laughs> no, what the hell are you talking about? No. <laughs> You know, you know why I would put him in Please Stop over Luke Tipple? This is a legitimate argument you're about to have with me. Yeah. I really enjoyed how much I hated Luke Tipple, so he did add something to the show for me. I completely disagree. I really enjoyed how bad he was at his job. Like, the no, like the fact that he would talk and I'd be like, please just go back to showing me the people shivering in a cave. <laughs> Luke Dibble was the host of Opposite Worlds, if you don't remember. And it's one of those things where a lot of the time he was live. And because like the one thing that always sticks out in my mind that Luke Tipple says is, Frank, you're going to have to go after her. When, when the challenge was tag yeah. and Frank was it and he had to chase a lady... I understand he's on live television and he needs to fill time and he doesn't know what's going to happen, so he has to do his best. I do that all the time. (laughs) All the time I'm handed a microphone like, we don't know what to do right now. Can you stall for 10 minutes? I do that all the time. And I've never just stood there and went, "Mm, it's going to be crazy. No, have something to add. (laughs) Add stakes. Tell me a story. It's a reality show. All right, but I'm going to put him at the top of Luke Tipple because he's the Luke Tipplest Luke Tipple. He gets to be at the top of his own bad category. Let him have that. 
We'll come back to it later. All we'll right. Come back to it later. I'm very grumpy. Next we got Phil. Luke Phil Dipple. is a I didn't put Luke D- Oh, no, I got to adjust Luke Tipple. Oh, Dermot is refusing to give up his spot. All right. I don't like how close Luke Tipple... Now Luke Tipple is directly under J.D. Roth. Whose fault is that? Yours! <laughs> <laughs> He'd be up hanging out with Jeff Probst if I had what I wanted. But... Or John Mayer, at least. Uh, this picture is of our next contestant is very far away. Yeah. It is a man in a suede jacket. Uh, he, man. How dare you? I, that is Phil Keegan. Oh, it's so small. It's so small I couldn't tell that that was Phil Keegan. Uh, Phil Keegan. Phil Keegan. I'm, I'm, I'm in amazing town with him. I was going to say he's either below Jeff Probst in Elite or above John Mayer in Amazing. I don't think it's... I want to put him in Amazing. Okay. Uh, I would put him ahead of John Mayer. And, and I, I'll put him there. I will say that I don't think Phil has the opportunity with that job to reach the Elite team. I mean, just knowing what he has to do... To get to work on a given, like... Oh, yeah. Like, what he's doing is impressive. To not straight up kill a contestant. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have lost my crap at least once at one of these contestants. Yeah. Like, he does... He only kind of reams out the Weavers. And I would have just, like, lost my mind at the Weavers. Yeah. I think he's great. I really do. It's just that, like, all he gets to do is explain detours and roadblocks. And he does do the same speech every single time. Yeah. Walking down a local yeah. road, looking rustic. Yeah. A detour is a choice between two tasks. Uh, I, I just, like, he doesn't get the chance to shine as much. Mm-hmm. So I, w- I will put him in the top of amazing. Okay. Uh, I We may be the first person, people in history, to be like, you know who are equals? Phil Keegan and John Mayer. <laughs> So next... It's a brand new sentence. Oh boy, here we go. The host of Daisy of Love. It's Ricky Rackman. Yeah. So, do you want me to drive the boat on this one? You, yeah, good. Uh, I would put him at serviceable or who? This surprises me. Because he does not successfully... the With Rock of Love, you have Big John. And Big John is supposed to be running the asylum, essentially. Yeah. Ricky Rackman does not run the asylum well. No. Like, the show... I'm re-watching Daisy of Love on my own time for fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, kind of as just background. And he has at least one scene where he just begs Daisy to get rid of London. Yeah. Because I'm on, like, episode four right now. And Daisy's like, no! And I was like, oh my god, you have no control over the show whatsoever. Ricky Rackman had to spend... Every day, talking to Daisy. And he didn't cause harm to himself or any other people. That's amazing. I, I mean, I will put him higher if you're willing to. I want to put him at, like, Ricky Rackman's role as host is less the, like, what's the word I want here? He's less the like ringmaster. Uh, what's it of ceremonies? The MC. What, what's the, of ceremonies? Master. He's less the master of ceremonies. The MC. 
Uh, and he's more of the audience surrogate of kind of being like, Hi, I'm Logic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to pop in real quick and be like, Hey, you're being really stupid here. And then Daisy goes, Mmm, London. And then Ricky Rackman looks at the camera and goes, I know, guys, right? Yeah. <laughs> and Ricky Rackman, like, yells at the other dudes. He kind of, he yell, he makes fun of them. He gets to do a different skill set than Big John does on Rock of Love. Because I just rewatched all of Rock of Love. Yes. And including the memorable scene where Big John has to get uh, Kelsey mm. drunk crying on a speed bump. Yeah. So uh, it is a different set of skills. But I, I think I could make the argument for amazing. I want to put him in amazing. All right, where? I'm gonna put a, I'll put him behind John Mayer. Uh, because if, if John Mayer ever found out that I put Ricky Rackman ahead of him in anything, John Mayer would hunt me down and kill me. <laughs> All right, this next one we're going to have gonna have a discussion. Oh, is this Asgard? It's Ansgar. Ansgard. I love Ansgar. I love Ansgar. Ansgar is literally why Creo is so low, because you kind of made the argument that Creo gets upstaged a lot. Yeah, completely upstaged by Asgard. And like... You keep calling Ansgar. Ansgar. Yeah, you keep saying Asgard like where Loki is from. Oh, Ansgar. Uh, I will let you start. I I would put him high. I'd put him at amazing. I mean, he's my J.D. Roth, where I will argue absurdly oh, well, high. I'm going to just put him down and please stop. Do you have a solid reason? Because he's not... Because J.D. Roth is down there. <laughs> he's not exploiting children. Yet. Wait until Disney Plus comes out. Oh, I'm going to be so uncomfortable if Ansgar talks to this kid the way he talked to this He's adult. Like... <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no. No, I think he's um, he does a really good job. There's a part where he intentionally kind of lets the contestants in as his part of, like, his part of the augmented LARP that is the quest. Yeah. There is a part where his job is to kind of quote, quote, let them in a little bit. And he does that really well. Mm -hmm. He builds your and their emotional investment in the quest. Mm -hmm. I think he's amazing. I would even consider elite tier, but I can tell from your face that that is not going to happen. I, I, when I think of Antigard, I think of that moment he has where he's like, where did you learn how to throw like that? And I forget her name. Jasmine. Jasmine looks and goes my imagination and she and he's like your imagination and he's clearly rock hard (laughs) (laughs) i waited for laura to start drinking for me to say that (laughs) but i mean that was the joke throughout the whole i know and i should have i should have seen it coming and i didn't (laughs) that was the joke through the entire review of the quest where we're like oh man what a poor performance Ansgar's totally flat. But like... The I don't feel good about that joke. <laughs> it's one of my favorite jokes we've come on. I want to make a t-shirt that says Ansgard is totally flaccid. I don't. Stay tuned. <laughs> I, I super don't because it's so gross. Uh, but no, I... Also, like, everyone I've interacted with who was in state in uh, the quest has been so nice. I feel like I'm like dishonoring them by making that Well, because they always talk about how he never breaks character. Yeah. So like... The fact that he's that good and, like, this is going to be a weird comparison. Oh, God. Um, one of my favorite video games is Portal. Yes. And the concept of Portal alone is 
amazing and a game that would have sold well. But adding Gladys and the character of Gladys and the the comedy of Gladys oh, puts it into a more elite tier. Absolutely. You could have had the quest without Ansgard and it would have been a fine show. But he elevates it he to absolutely does. what I would call an elite tier. Yes! Uh... I, I will concede he's below Jeff Probst. Yeah? If, because I'm happy to get him on the elite tier. He was amazing! I know! I loved I, him! I he's loved, more than amazing! I Yeah, and I adored his character. And, like, you, you kind of started to fall in love with him a lot. And it made him so much more effective than Creo. I feel bad. Like, no shade on Creo. But... He felt less important than literally everyone else. Yes. And he fell by the wayside a lot. He was he was serviceable. He needed to be there. He needed to guide, you know, the the questers, the, the yes. paladins. But he didn't really need to do much. All right, next. Uh Andy Dick from the, the assistant. assistant. This is hard. This is also our friend who who sent us a message for episode one hundred of this show, uh, or one hundred one, one hundred one, one hundred one, because yeah. one hundred was the was uh, fire firefly. Five. What do you think? It's hard because he was incredibly annoying. Mm-hmm. That was also his job. Mm-hmm. I need you to know right now on Mike that I just got a message about John Mayer's new tour. <laughs> That's good to know. A podcast in which we discuss John Mayer. His new tour is called Sob Rock. Sob Rock? Yeah, and it, this wasn't like oh. a this wasn't a marketing message. This was a DM from a friend. From friend to the show Shelly Snyder. <laughs> So, so what are you thinking about Andy Dick, though? Uh, I think there's this thing of, like, he's really annoying. So your first thought is, please stop. Because he's incredibly annoying. However, for the show, he is serving the purpose he needs to serve. Mm-hmm. So I would argue that he is at least serviceable. My argument was going to be, okay, if he didn't like Andy Dick, replace him. But make it that show. Like, you have to make it the, the assistant and not the apprentice, where mm-hmm. like the person that you are getting a chance to work for kind of sucks. Yeah. It's, what, 1998? It's 2005. Oh, 2005? Oh, wait, yeah. wait, wait. It's, it's 2005. Find me someone whose job it is to be that guy who sucks. Oh, yeah. More than Andy Dick. I can't think of anybody. And my thought kind of is, if he's the absolute best, there's for no that way he's job, here. No, no. What could he have done to make himself better? Not been on that show. Um, you're you're kind of holding it against him that the show is not your. I, I think it's one of those things of like he's really good at being annoying, mm-hmm. but I can't put him with like Jeff Probst and Ansgar. Okay. One little thing, though. You can. You, we are judging him based off of not who he is as a person, but as his hosting duties. So, his work as host of uh, 
the assistant only, and a single episode of I'm with Busey when it's I'm with Dick. I I just can't do it. Like, I don't think he's... Like, he's really good at being annoying, yes. Okay. But I just can't, like, get there with him being... So amazing. So he's amazing. Amazing is fair, fine. Okay. Put him here and amazing. Look how amazing he is. He also has one of the better pictures. Yeah. This, This next one. Really, really unsure where I, I fall on this one. So I'm going to have to pass it off to you immediately. Because I I kind of could make an argument for any tier on this list. And that's the operator from the phone. I cannot physically make an elite tier argument for... I don't think I could go Luke Tipple or elite, but I could totally entertain the other four. Um, He is... Really good looking. So that's just the accent. You know, that's a point in his favor. You think he's really good looking? Yeah. I think he looks like Mac from Always Sunny with a mustache. Mac usually has a mustache. Well, he's got like scruff. Yeah, no, I do I do find the operator attractive and the accent helps him a lot. However... Can, can we split him up with his accent? I mean, the accent is elite tier exactly. over Jeff Probst. Um, Boy. But I, we kind of complained that there was no overarching thing. And, like, I, the operator's whole job was to stay so detached. And at one point, he doesn't. Like, there are points where he's really inconsistent with the, like, you'll disappoint me mm-hmm. or I'm proud of you. And, like, it... Is he supposed to be detached or is he not supposed to be detached? Like, it doesn't feel... I I honestly think the best moment in the phone is there's one shot where the teams rush by him. Yeah. And he turns and looks at the camera and then just walks away. And they don't realize that they just ran by the operator that I think about all the time. Like, and I wasn't the biggest fan of the phone. But, like, that moment was where it's just like, oh, they just ran by the operator. Is so interesting that... I could put him up to serviceable, but I, I don't... Can I... Let me ask you this question. Okay. And then I will, I will back off. Was he the best part of the phone? No. No? You don't think he was? No, there was a cat fight. That's true. There was a cat fight. All right. He's serviceable. <laughs> Put him there. All right. I'll put him there. All right. Next, who we got here? This is our man Giles. Yeah, this is Giles. Who done it? I love Giles. I love Giles too. So he's definitely up there for me. I yeah. I. There's one like there's one moment, one thing he does that I hate. Really. There's one thing he does. I think actually like. Really screws the show. Can I guess? Sure. Is it he? Is it when he mentions that uh, the killer never got her scared card? Yeah, when he says like Chris has never been scared, and to me I'm like you just undermine. Well, he he looks at Chris and goes, "You've never been scared." Interesting. Which I think as a host is a great thing to put a light on. I mean, he was not told to do it. That was an ad lib. Mm-hmm. And if they hated it, they could have cut it out. That's true. I think it undermined the show because I think. 
at this point, Chris was such a good detective Mm -hmm. that to me, she actually was flying above the radar. Yeah. Like, she was so good at solving cases, she almost felt above reproach. Mm -hmm. And she was, because the producers had to tell her to stop solving cases. So, and then when he said that, I was like, oh, she's going to be the killer, isn't she? Hmm. And like, to me, it really punched a big old hole in the whodunit, so to speak. So that's the only reason that I would argue for him not to be like high elite tier. But you're saying still elite tier. I could put him below Ansgar. I would put him below Ansgar. That's where I put it. Because he's like, he was such a fascinating part of that show. Oh, he absolutely was. And like. And like his backstory that just like, he's cursed and this just happens to him. Yeah. He's the only person that they wrote a book about. <laughs> yeah, like he has a whole backstory. The operator would be elite tier if he had any kind of story. Yeah. Okay. I, I That makes a lot of sense to me, actually. All right. Who we got next? Next, we have the host of Eaten Alive. By the way, these last five are rule breakers that get weird. I disagree with that statement, but we'll see. Uh, so, yeah, it's the host of Eaten Alive. I forget his name. Paul Rizzoli. Paul. Paul Rizzoli. Almost every one of these breaks at least one rule of the show. True. Okay. That's All what right. I mean by rule breakers. Okay. Um, Paul. My man, Paul. Uh, did, all right. I, I can't argue for him to be serviceable because he doesn't get eaten by the snake. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing about my, <laughs> man, my man, Paul. My man, Paul, just really likes snakes. Yeah. He thinks snakes are awesome. And he just wanted to make a really cool documentary about hunting really big ass snakes. Remember when he jumps in the water? To, to chase a snake. Yeah. And his legs are just sticking out as he's wrestling with a giant snake underwater. Yeah. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. And we found out through research. Yeah. That this man was like, oh, I'm going to make this really cool snake documentary. And Discovery was like, that's not interesting enough. What if the snake ate you? And he was like, yeah. I love snakes so much. I'll let one eat me. On TV. (laughs) So that this thing gets made. Now granted. He doesn't actually get eaten by the snake. But to be like. Yeah. I'll let a snake eat me. Because I love snakes so that much. I think that's at least amazing. (sighs) Remember how cool Paul was? I know it's disappointing. That we didn't watch a man get digested. I understand your disappointment. But man. I'm not above Ricky Rackman. I'll put him at the bottom of Amazing. Fair. I'll put him at the bottom of Amazing. But but brother was like, I love snakes. I'll let one eat me. <laughs> Alright, fine. Only because I got my way real hard with Ansgar. Wait. Are we still doing crazy? Real hard? <laughs> oh my I feel God. really bad about this. There we go. Alright, he is at the bottom of Amazing. Okay. Alright. So this next one's a rule breaker because this ran more than one season, but this was one of those shows that demand was so high for us to do it. Mm -hmm. Now, I will admit, the picture we're using is from season three. Right. Because I liked that picture the best. It is Joey Graceffa from Mm -hmm. Escape the Night. I have a weird argument for you. Go on. I think the first thing that we said 
when we were like, well, should we include Escape the Night? Was, who was the host? Who? Who? Who was the host? There's nothing about Joey that makes him more special than other contestants that play this game, other than the fact that he's evil? You're actually, by saying who, you're being more generous than I am. Oh, you were going to put him in please stop? Yeah, because he's such a jerk (laughs) through all of it that like, and anytime a character is like, yo, Joey's a jerk, they then promptly get murdered. Yeah. Like, hashtag justice for Colleen. Um, But I, I would actually put him at please stop because by the second season, I was like, oh, Joey always lives. And so Joey had this weird, like, even though he actually stabbed at the end of the second season and quote, quote, dies, but comes back for the third one, whatever. I'm going to put him at the bottom of who, because I don't want him to stop making the show. Because I'd like to watch more of the show, which is a weird thing for us to have to discuss here on Stay Doom. Yeah. Uh, I've actually had the, I've considered the argument that he is why the show is having difficulty getting picked up. Because he's trying to shop the show around somewhere else because YouTube's not producing it anymore. Yeah. And I almost wonder if he's one of the, like, he doesn't have the crossover audience mm. to get. Because I could see a show like a, an MTV or even like a VH1 picking this up. Could you imagine Escape the Night with like. New York. The celebrity. <laughs> I mean, Scared Famous, I believe, is something similar with New York. Um, but could you imagine this with like 12 pack and Daisy? And, oh, no, I can't. And it's how too amazing. hilarious that would be. And I'm wondering if almost his involvement is holding the show back. See, I like from, Joey. I I'm, do. I like Joey. It's just, I think the plot of what Joey is going through throughout the four seasons of Escape at Night is interesting and a thing I'd like to see continue. I want to put him in the who category just because he's a bad host. Yes. Because he's a contestant. Yeah, I definitely could see that because we we argued that it was her, that, not it was her, excuse me. I was thinking about Jetpack Girl. That um, it wasn't Jetpack Girl or Mortimer. Yeah. Or uh, Allison from season Mm. two. We kind of had the thing of like, is it them? Even though Allison... Is much closer to that, like, Creo the Dreamer Ansgar role. Yeah. And I had the thought of, do we choose an Alice? But then, the only uniting feature between seasons is Joey. Right. So you can't really argue that Allison or Jetpack Girl or Mortimer or the Enchantress Mm -hmm. is the host because they go away. That's a good point. So Joey would inevitably be counted as the host because he is the uniting factor. It would be like if instead of Creo or Ansgar, it was Paladin Jim who just kind of kept hanging out. Yeah, 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 exactly. All right, next. Next is Geraldo Rivera. From the Al Capone special. From the Al Capone special. I did do the specials. I did do some of the YouTubes and some of the other rule breakers like Escape the Night. What are you thinking about Geraldo? He's got to be at Please Stop or Luke Tipple. Yeah, I'm thinking... He doesn't even commit to the musical number. At the end, that he promised that that if he found nothing, he would... Yeah, I would put him at, like, absolute bottom of Luke Tipple, honestly. 
Absolute bot. All right, I'll put them there for now. Everyone else at least kind of committed to their bit. In yeah, a way, he he's, doesn't. He's low. And then on the other end of the spectrum, <laughs> we have Counselor Bobby. No, wait, there's still one there. Oh, I think they're in opposite order on mine. Okay. Sorry, there were two left. Okay, I have Counselor Bobby next. Yeah. Oh, Counselor him. Bobby is... He's, he's elite. He's the, committed. He's elite. He's the. He's my favorite thing. Yeah, I. I'm trying to figure out where an elite tier he goes. I mean, like, I. I almost could consider him top over Jeff. I was going to say Probst? over Jeff Probst. I would put him over Jeff Probst. He is the best part of a really, really good show. I did consider putting Bruce the Handyman on here as a joke. <laughs> I wouldn't call him a host. That's why. I. This is why we wanted to do this this way, though, because we did want to have, like, a couple fun ones. Although, Ansgar, I put on there I mean, kind of as a joke, but he's elite tier. I mean, I, I talked about how badly I wish I had Counselor Bobby's job. Oh, yeah. As doofy camp counselor. So bad. That I actually did it yesterday. You manifested. I did a show for Camp Leapfrog yesterday where I dressed up as a doofy camp counselor. And what's funny is you dressed up as a doofy counselor, but in a completely different way in than Bobby. In a different way. Because I, I can't do what Bobby does. Yeah, you looked more like Ugg from Camp Anawana. But Counselor Bobby, like... He has every... a fantastic balance of funny, he's creepy when he needs to be. Mm-hmm. He's friendly when he needs to be. Yeah. He does... I mean, he's scary at times. He's genuinely unnerving in certain mm-hmm. points. Uh, but he's never too scary for the room. Yeah. Because I... One of my favorite parts... It's kind of the opposite of the, you know, oh, the killer's never been cursed. Yeah. Is the, I hope you die and are somehow also the killer. <laughs> yeah, you made fun of my mommy. Which happens to a different camper in that episode. Yeah, someone else is. He the actually killer. like the thing he says can't happen does, and like in a way that doesn't feel like he broadcasted it. It, it kind of more feels like oh, huh, the thing he said happened. Yeah. Oh, he is count every moment. Counselor Bobby is on screen is great. Yeah, he is just very funny. He is the only person on this list. That we're like, let's go search out more stuff he did. And we found his roast battle. We found his roast battle and loved it. Yeah, like, he's... Yeah. He is genuinely elite tier. I'm, he's a rule breaker because he's coming back in the fall. Thank God. He's incredible. And like legitimately, I know we're going to watch Killer Camp Season 2 on purpose. Yes. Um, I, I think we might review it. Yeah, I think that's going to be mini-sodes. Mini-sodes on the, on the channel. Get excited. Um, because I know we're going to watch it. We're going to watch it and we're going to want to talk about it. All right, now finally. And now finally, <laughs> the grand finale of this. From Game Lab, it's MadPat. I'd, I'd like to put him really high. He's very good in this. Because I'm taking into account, I don't love MadPat's YouTube channel. Yes. I I do actually like food theory a great deal. Mm-hmm. I don't particularly care for game theory or film theory as much. Right. Um, I almost sometimes feel like it's, he's too similar to things I say that I'm like, uh, he's the things I don't like about myself. <laughs> like, 
MatPat is the things I don't like my, about myself. New Stay Doom t-shirt. <laughs> get, get the combo pack where you get three shirts no! at a discount. It'll be MatPat is the things I don't like about myself. Asgard is completely flaccid. And you are a wrong parfait. Why are they all things I've said? <laughs> I am completely flaccid is a thing I say. Yeah, that's true. I've, I've literally never said that. I think I might have started that joke, but I don't think I was willing to see it through. Um, there's no way Matt Pat's elite tier, though. Why not? Because, Why like... Why not? He doesn't... Act, he's... He's serviceable, low amazing at best. Really? Yeah, like, he's fun, but he definitely... He... I, I vacillated about whether to include him. I, th- I mean, he's definitely a host of a reality show. But I could he, also argue that it's a game show because it has different people every year. There's no winning. That's true. There's no winning the show. Uh, he, I do feel like he uh, becomes less important than his guests a lot of the time. I think as a good host, he allows his guests to shine on his own show. He doesn't steal the spotlight, but he still drives the bus. That sounds like a real good host to me. I could put him in amazing, but no better. I would put him at serviceable because I just I don't think he has that unnameable je ne sais quoi that like. Fills- there is no way he is going below the man that got eaten by a snake. We why would have put Muller? That's not an argument that's going to convince me because I would have put he didn't get eaten by a snake. But Matt Pat actually rode an ostrich and badly played, and played car soccer. Badly! He won car soccer. Yeah, but he almost got eaten by an ostrich. <laughs> he did! He's got a He big... came closer to getting eaten by the ostrich oh, than Paul. Man, Paul's... I was so excited to put him right below Giles. I really was. Alright, I'll st- I'll stick him. I'll stick him right here. Alright. Where you where'd you put him? Alright. We're gonna go through. No, no, where'd you put him though? It's gonna come up in a second. We're going to go through and see if we need to make any adjustments here, okay? Okay. Is Counselor Bobby better or worse than Jeff Probst? Better. He's better than Jeff Probst. Okay. Is Jeff Probst better or worse than Ansgard? I might argue worse. Yeah? Because I'm kind of arguing here that Jeff Probst does add credibility and Mm. ethos. To uh, the greatest television event in history, but Ansgar lends ethos and pathos to the quest. I kind of hate that I agree. He adds that, like, Ansgar, when he kind of starts to talk about his own backstory, Mm -hmm. because look at it this way. You don't remember the name of the man who plays Ansgar. Would Jeff Probst be as good if he wasn't Jeff Probst? All right, that's a good point. All right, we're, we're adjusting, so Ansgard is ahead. Yeah! Is Jeff Probst better or worse than Giles? I would say better. He's better than Giles? Because Giles does have that moment where he kind of, like, has that misstep that I really don't care for. Okay. Uh, is Giles better or worse than Phil from Amazing Race? I I really like Phil. Yeah? But I think Giles... Does better. Like, 
Phil could be someone else in The Amazing Race. Giles, he needs to be that. He's got that good balance. I love the picture I chose for him where it's the luau. Yeah. I, 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 think, he, I think Giles is better than Phil. Yeah, he, do. he does that thing where he kind of like breaks down and has fun. Is Phil better or worse than MatPat? You put MatPat that high? All right, all right. So you think Phil is better than Matt? Yes. Okay. Is Matt Pat better or worse than Andy Dick? <laughs> In the show. <laughs> How did Andy Dick get that high? I had Andy Dick way lower. He's an amazing. Yeah, but I had him. I had John Mayer and Ricky Rackman between them. Well, we're getting there. Oh. So is is Matt Pat better or worse than Andy Dick? If I had to spend. 15 minutes with either of them, I'd pick Matt Pat. So Matt Pat is better than Andy Dick. Yeah. Now, you know what? I could think of other YouTubers who could have done Game Lab. We made the really? argument. Yeah, we made the argument that there was no one else who could have done the assistant. So no. Well, who could have done Game Lab? Game Lab, you could have had like Markiplier do Game Lab. Markiplier is so well known for his outsized reactions that you might have. Funnier reactions of him splatting against the stuff for parkour. No. I don't know if I could see him doing this. Like, maybe Vsauce. Okay. Or, or Vine Sauce, which is the gaming one. All right. All right. We'll move, we'll move Andy Dick ahead of Matt Pat. Is Andy, or D- Andy Dick better or worse than Phil? Uh, Phil is better than Andy Dick. Okay. Fine. We're good then. Is Matt Pat better than wor- or worse than John Mayer? I, why is Andy Dick over Paul Rizzoli and Ricky Rackman? That's not where we agreed on. That is not what we agreed on. We're, we're going to fix it. We're okay. fixing it now. Okay. <laughs> is Matt Pat better or worse than 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 uh, John Mayer? John Mayer is better. You think John Mayer is better than Matt Pat? Yeah. Okay. So we'll move Matt Pat down. Yeah, that's right. Is... is uh, John Mayer better or worse than Andy Dick? No, he's not as good as Andy Dick. I don't think he's as good as Andy Dick. I don't. I, I don't. I'm very reluctant here. Is Matt Pat better than Ricky Rackman? No. See, <laughs> here's the thing about this. No, because Ricky Rackman adds that logos to the show and adds logic. Science into this! Yeah, but a science is stupid. No, it's not. It's science. It's su- his science is more stupid than bringing back London for Daisy. <laughs> no, because Ricky Rackman didn't want to bring back London. The producers made him. Is that true? Yes. No. Nobody- not what happened on the show. We're judging by the show, and he's just like, I have a spread for you. Look, it's London. No, no, Matt Pat. Ricky Rackman says, I'm bringing back London so that Daisy can see that he is not the man she wants. And it blows up in his face. Matt Pat almost gets eaten by an ostrich. So? He rode an ostrich. That's what happens. You all almost got eaten by an ostrich. And all you did was see one at the zoo and you were like, ostrich! 
Yeah, I didn't almost get eaten by one. I just had a fear that could I you might. host? Could you host it? Could yes. Could you host the show? Yes. You would ride an ostrich? Yes. Really? Yes. Really? Yeah. Bonus episode, we're going to go ride ostriches. Fine. There's no ostrich riding near I'm, I'm I'm extending my hand currently to shake on this deal to go ride ostriches. Oh, God, there's an ostrich nursery in... The hand... Riding ostriches is coming. It's happening. And then when she refuses, I'm going to come back and move Matt Pat ahead of Ricky Ratman. But for now, I will move Matt Pat down. This is what I do for you, Ricky Ratman. I will uh, ride an ostrich for you. Is Ricky Matt Rackman better than John Mayer? No. Nah. Okay. Is Matt Pat better than Paul, who got eaten alive? Who yes. didn't get eaten alive? Okay. Okay. Because I'm going to be honest, Matt, Pat, and Paul would not have made amazing for me. But you made a, you know what? No, you made a better argument for Paul than Matt, Pat. I would put Paul above Matt, Pat. You're going to put Paul ahead of Matt, yeah. Pat? Because Paul committed to the science and Paul's got that. Yeah. No, Paul also committed to the science and also, no. What? what? You're going to talk about the science where Matt, Pat show Prove that car soccer could happen. What happens when you ride an ostrich? Did real Five Nights at Freddy's? All right, that was not the best. No, yeah, none of those episodes on their own are all that great. He did parkour. Paul Rizzoli is better than Matt Pat. All right, moving Paul up. Oh man, I really don't like what's happening to Matt Pat right now. Is, He's still in a higher tier than I would have put him in. Is Matt Pat better or worse than Frito? Gary Dorito takes it for me. This is an issue. Why? Because that would mean that either we move Frito up to amazing. Okay. Or Matt Pat down to serviceable. Okay. What are you suggesting right now? Both of those things happen. No, really? I would be like looking at this now because Gary Frito was really early on. Uh, just based on what we discussed, I would put Gary Frito up because we talked about how they serve their show, and Gary Frito lends a lot of like he kind of walks this really good line of not getting too involved with the people, but being kind of involved with the people. He referees the interpersonal contact, like interpersonal. Conflicts way better than, say, like J.D. Roth. Uh, but he's more consistent in whether he does or does not care for the competitors than, say, the operator. I, I would say Gary Pringles kind of did a better job than I initially gave him credit for. Gary mm. Freedom moving up. Congratulations, Pringles. I don't want to move Matt Pat down. I really liked his show. It was a good show. He did a great job hosting it. I, I feel like he was serviceable. I He does not stand out for me that much. And I do like Matt Pat's food theory. I like... I'm judging purely on game lab. I know. He doesn't stand out to me in that show that much. Like, the show... Let me put it this way. I could watch Austin Creed do that show and like it infinitely more. Matt Pat doesn't have... The just, he's missing that, like, 
color and charisma that another performer could bring to that. Is Matt Pat better or worse than the operator? The whole operator, not just his accent? The whole ass operator. He is better than the operator. He's better than the operator. All right. Cool. Okay. Is the operator better or worse? Just ruin your whole day. <laughs> I'm real like I've always been a Matt Pat fan. I didn't realize how much I loved Matt Pat until I had to have these arguments. You have a theorist sticker on your laptop. Shut up. <laughs> oh my god. Like, do I have anybody on my laptop? No, I have a shark with a PSL. And a blockbuster sticker. And Disney Hollywood Studios. Yeah, all of those things should stay tuned. Uh, is the operator better or worse than Creo? Worse. Worse than Creo. All right, I can get behind that. Because Creo has more consistency. That's really it. Uh, is the operator better or worse than the guy from Superstar USA? I would say the operator's worse. Really? Brian McFadden is consistently a D-bag. All right. Because my biggest issue with the operator is they don't seem to know exactly what his thing is. All right, I can move Brian McFadden. I can I can get behind that argument. Uh, is the operator better or worse than Dennis Leary? Um, I would keep him better because I, I don't remember enough about Dennis Leary in Contest Searchlight. And that's what the Who category is all about. All right. Uh, is Dennis Leary better or worse than the guy from I Want to Marry Harry? Better because you're calling him the guy from I Want to Marry Harry. Yeah, that makes sense. Is the guy from I Want to Marry Harry better or worse than Joe Garcefa? Worse. He's worse than Joe Garcefa. Yeah. Is the guy from I Want to Marry Harry better or worse than J.D. Roth? Better. Why? Explain that. Because J.D. Roth is exploiting children. I mean, I Want to Marry Harry guy is exploiting at least grown adults. Okay, okay, okay. Explain to me how you could replace J.D. Roth with a different host and have a better show with Mola Beach. I think if you would replace J.D. Roth with somebody who was, like, younger and cooler? What? <laughs> yeah, like, trot out somebody from, like, what was what was airing at this time? S Club 7? You, you bring on someone who's... A little older than the contestants, but not really that, like, if they're all high school age, you bring out someone who's, like, out of high school, like, college age. Still an adult, but, like, if you're going to have this, like, camp aesthetic, you make this person, like, more of a counselor type of someone who's older, but not, like, in charge. Make a counselor Bobby? No, no, not counselor Bobby. (laughs) I mean, that would make it a way better show. What an amazing show that would have been. Um, but, like, I think you could have made this any, like, young, cool, popular person. And, I, like, legitimately, you could have someone who's, like, a YouTuber. Matt Pat could have done Moolah Beach better than J.D. Roth. Not when it aired. <laughs> Matt Pat would have been on. When did Mula, Mula Beach? When you're in Mula Beach? When it aired. I was in high school. Oh, yeah. How old is Matt Pat? 
Yeah, Matt Pat would have been on. He would have been a contestant. But what I'm saying is like a Nickelodeon because ho- I believe Matt Pat now like does Nickelodeon hosting sometimes. What you think it should have been Michael Malley? No, like somebody young, like at that point contemporary, somebody from like the early 2000s when they were kind of doing more of these hosted like. The best comparison I can think of is Omar, Donnie, and Annette from Wild and Crazy Kids. Okay. Who were older than the contestants, but still felt like cool older kids. So it should have been Lori Beth Denberg. Yeah, like a cool older kid. Lori Beth Denberg would be kind of veering into Counselor Bobby territory in a good way. Like, yeah, you could have put an all-that alum. This could have been a really fun vehicle for, like, Keenan and or Kel. All right. But is J.D. Roth better or worse than the five alts? He's better. Okay. Because I think the five alts, ultimately, ultimately, I think, uh, especially Fiona, damaged the credibility of their own shows beyond repair. She got so... I I talked about how Ansgar got, like, the contestants emotionally involved with the show... She got emotionally involved with a contestant, which is no bueno. Okay. Okay. Are the five alts better or worse than Luke Tipple? I kind of argued for Luke Tipple to be on a higher thing anyway. No. Because I enjoy how much he sucks. I derived pleasure from how much he was floundering and terrible. We are different humans. Like... No one else would do our show because we put ourselves through a lot of shit to make this show. <laughs> like any other, like... Mm. <laughs> You're not going to tell me that like, oh, we're doing a show and you have a choice for a host. You can either have Donald the Vampire or Luke Tipple and you're going to be like, oh, Luke Tipple. I mean, Discovery Channel could have picked... Don the Vampire for Shark Rumble. Who'd they go with? Luke Tipple. (laughs) If Donald the Vampire was hosting Shark Rumble with Drew McIntyre, we would be watching it right now. And you know that to be true. That's true. We would pay $5 a month. I I will give... Because, you know, I would say Art and Avocado in particular. um, They did do a lot to try to elevate their show as best they could. Fiona does drag them all down. Um, I would think I, I would say that there are alts that are worse than Luke Dipple. But I think... On average. Over, on average, I think they're better than Luke Dipple. Yeah, you guys can all thank Art for dragging them all up. Is Luke Dipple better or worse than Dermot? Luke Dipple is better because they both had to fill dead air... Because there, there were times Dermot was kind of live. But Luke Tipple also had things that, like, were thrown at him that he had to deal with, like, contestant injuries. Mm-hmm. Dermot Mulroney was, like, watching people not sleep. And had to walk us through... They're, they're kind of interesting because they're very comparable. Okay. They're both in badly planned reality shows. And they have to sell us on these badly planned reality shows. Mm-hmm. I think Luke Tipple does a better job selling us on Opposite Worlds than uh, Dermot O'Leary does in selling us on Shattered, where he talks about how, like, baby-proofed everything is. Like... Which show did you like more? Opposite Worlds. You liked Opposite Worlds more than you liked 
shattered. Absolutely. Okay. Here's my thought. I feel like I spent considerably less time with Luke Tipple than I spent with Dermot. I felt like Shattered was the Dermot show. And yet, I hate Luke Tipple infinitely more than Dermot. And I hate Dermot. Don't get me wrong. I hate Dermot. But Dermot, I spent more time with and had to talk more. Luke Tipple had to explain a game at the end of each show. And he failed. He failed at the job. Like, it's not like, oh man, I don't like this guy. He's annoying. Like, your job is to add stakes to a contest that has, like, will determine who stays in this show. And he fails at it. That being said, I'm going on that, like, 10-0, negative 10 scale. And, like, Luke Tibble's a negative 10. I love how much he sucks. Okay, okay. Let's stop looking at it as entertainment. Let's look at it as simply the quality of how well he did the job of being a host. Luke Tipple fails at being a host. He fails at it. Dermon sucks at it, while Tipple fails at it. <laughs> All right, fine. You can have this one. Oh, Only man. because I really did. This is my, like, concession to you for how far I've pushed Matt Pat down. Although I kind of feel like Andy Dick is way higher than I would have wanted him to be. Andy Dick did end up way higher than expected. I Because you were pushing for him. I would have had him down at serviceable. Uh, is Luke Tipple better or worse than the guy from Megan Wants a Millionaire? I would say he's better. Okay. Because, again, like... Niles, not to be confused with Giles, Niles brings absolutely nothing to the table. He literally sits there with a calculator. I would say... He is grossly unlikable. Yeah. I would say that Luke Tipple is the worst part of a show I didn't like. Niles is the worst part of a show I did like. So Niles had more of an opportunity to make me happy but it made me sad. I And I think Niles, I think if instead of Niles, it had been Brandy C, mm-hmm. who was Megan's on stage, on screen best friend. Brandy C would have been at the lowest serviceable. Yeah. Cause she's so out there that like, we would have enjoyed Brandy C. Like um, Brandy C trying to talk these guys into spending all this money. And then you have the thing of like, Oh, cause something interesting with rock of love. Is that there were girls who were attracted to Big John. Oh, really? And he did ultimately date a season two contestant. Oh, I didn't know that. So I think it's always interesting with these of love shows, if the host is the same sex, then you kind of have that storyline of like, what happens when a contestant and the sidekick go off the rails? Hmm. Brandy C is nicer than Megan. You could have had a lot of fun with Brandy C seeming like a better option to some guys than Megan. Because one of the best things about Daisy... Daisy Love is how off the rails it goes mm-hmm. with like guys leaving right and left and there's a bunch of non-elimination episodes because three guys eliminate themselves. And we do have to do and I don't think there's going to be a debate but we do this is an earned conversation. Uh, Dermot's worse than the five alts, right? Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, Alright, so then this is the final Smackdown. Okay. 
Niles, better or worse than Geraldo? Better? Because Niles at least commits to his character. Geraldo's just bad the whole time. Yeah, like... And he shouldn't be bad. That's like another big thing. He's, he's Geraldo. Yeah, like he's so experienced. And like they should have had this... I, it, for some reason, why, why did it never occur to anybody? Like there could be nothing. There could be... It could be just a note that says like, haha, suckers. Yeah. They did not come up with a plan. And that seems like a gross oversight. What happened with Megan Wants a Millionaire... No one could have seen coming. Yeah. What happened with Al Capone? Someone should have been like, well, what's the plan if what's in there is not nah. show-stopping? It's like, I'm going to sing two songs from a musical and run away. Badly and only like one line from them. Yeah. All right. So here's the final ranking. Yeah. Elite tier is Bobby, Ansgard, Jeff Probst, yeah. Giles. I'm I'm so happy for Giles. Amazing is Phil from the Amazing Race. That makes sense. We had to make we had to make that joke at some point. Andy Dick. How did he get this high? John Mayer, Ricky Rackman, Paul from Meeting Alive, Gary Frito, Woo. and Matt. Pat- no, Matt Pat's unserviceable. We discussed this. Why? Because he's not amazing. Yeah, he is. No, not. he's not. But he is. No, he's not. But he is, though. But he's not. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. But he is, though. No. We thought of other people who could have done that show better. Like, Andy Dick's entire reason for being that high is no one could do that show better. I named people who could have done... I just... I don't... I don't want to. I don't, I don't care. I don't. I don't care. Matt Pat is everything I don't like about myself. Serviceable as Matt Pat. Yep. The operator. What? No, we discussed that the operator was below Creo and Brian. Oh, oh sorry. It, it, sorry, things got actually jumbled when I moved Matt Pat. Justice for Brian McFadden. Creo, Brian McFadden, the operator. Yeah. The who category is Dennis Leary, Joey Garcefa. And the guy from I Want to Marry Harry. This is the ultimate who. As I've told you, his name is Kingsley every time. Please stop. Is J.D. Roth! And the five alts. <laughs> mad, mad house. Hey, J.D. Roth is exactly two spaces below Matt Pat now. <laughs> I don't know how I let this happen. Look how high Ricky Rackman is. How did I allow this to happen? I make really good arguments. And finally, Luke Tippletier. Luke Tippletier is Dermot. Dermot O'Leary. Not to be confused with Dennis O'Leary. Wait, no. Dermot O'Leary, Dennis Leary. Leary. Uh, Luke Tipple. Luke Tipple. Niles. From I want to from Megan, Megan wants a millionaire, and Geraldo Rivera is our worst host. Yeah, I stand by that. From Al Capone's vault, that is our tier list. You okay? A little grumpo. I'm a little grumpo. 
but it's fine. I think I think this is a great tier list. I think everything is. Do you, I bet you do? I yeah, bet you do. Save. So that's gonna do it for our tier list on reality show hosts that we've covered here on Stay Doomed. Crowdfund Crib Keepers, I hope you enjoyed this argument more than I did. Argument? <laughs> but this is where we landed. Let us know in our Discord what you think the tier list should have looked like. How much higher should J.D. Roth be? Or know. should J.D. Roth have been in Luke Tipple tier? How dare you even... Or should Matt how Pat dare have you been compare? in Luke Tipple tier? How dare tier? you compare Matt Pat and J.D. Roth to Luke Tipple? <laughs> And also, like, apologize. I, I feel really bad that we're roasting Luke Tip. I genuinely do. Like, I know he's a person. You know who else is a person? J.D. Roth, the hometown boy. Oh, my God. <sighs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and getting this bonus episode. Uh, I don't. We don't need to say where can people find us. because This they, is our Discord, is our so. Discord. So, hi, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with another bonus episode soon and more episodes of Stay Doomed.